welcome to Exploring the Marketplace podcast. My co-host is Bob Hassan, and we are creating a conversation with Christian marketplace leaders who have careers that have been impacted by their faith. We are also answering your questions about entrepreneurship, business leadership, careers, and how the kingdom of God changes your impact in the marketplace. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm Bob Hassan with my friend, Sean Bowles. Sean, how are you today? It's a good day here at the Bowles house. We're having a really good time, and I love what God's doing right now in the kingdom, so I'm excited. <laughs> Who do we have on? We have Michelle Schaefer. She has an extensive 17-year career in the network marketing profession. She's held corporate roles and has massive, built massive sales teams. She's also a multi-million dollar earner, generating almost $100 million in sales, just a little wow. bit, just a little bit of sales. She's a biblical leadership expert, founder and CEO of Girl Power Alliance, a sought-after speaker in corporate America, faith influencer, creator of Radiant Leadership Academy, and two-time published author, and has a podcast. So we're going to really love her. She's a, she's a fireball. Yeah, I think uh, she's got a lot of energy, and she's going to teach us a lot. Michelle Schaefer, up next. Hi, my name is Sean Bowles, and I'm hosting a class called Your Prophetic Journey, and I've never taught a class quite like this before, and I want to invite you to be a part. God is revealing himself through our journey of life all the time and speaking to us through everything around us if we just know how to look. Join me for a four-week class that will help you navigate through how to track, categorize, and then see and look for what God's saying to you in the now by having a very clear history of what he's already said. Through this class, you're gonna categorically go through your own personal sign journey with God over which biblical characters mean the most to you, which historical figures, which number signs, animal signs, even biblical stories that God's weaving into your life to tell you his story for your destiny and your relationships. You're going to have practical tools to chart out how to listen to new prophetic words and that things that God's telling you so that you'll be able to weigh them alongside your overall journey and make the best decisions and create actionable steps with these words. There's a whole web series at YouTube where I tell stories and process prophetic events that's going to help you to supplement this journey that is your prophetic journey that's going to help you pursue God just the way you've always wanted to. And this comes from a class and a model that I've practiced myself for decades that I've now broken down for you. So come join my class. Welcome back to the show. We have Michelle Schaefer for our first time guest. I'm so excited to meet you and get to know you through just the incredible stories that you have. And so welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I've been listening to you both for many years. That's awesome. Well, Michelle, we're so happy. Would you would you just give us a little bit of your origin story and bring us up to up to date where where you've come from and where you are now? Yeah, major cliff notes. Um, I <laughs> I think that I was never designed to be an employee. A little bit of a of a a rebel's heart, not wanting to fit <laughs> into not wanting to fit into a box, not being able to fit into any particular box. Um, but definitely always had a heart for um, wanting to have an impact on people. So the first part of my career before I uh, moved into kind of the areas that I am now, I was a, a hairdresser and a stylist and a makeup artist. I did that for a decade. Nice. And, and I loved that. It was a very fun business, but I wanted to have a deeper impact. I didn't want to just impact them for the day, like on the outside. I really knew that I wanted to have an impact on uh, people's lives deeper. So um, got involved in the network marketing profession, both um, as a like a, a field rep uh, corporately. My husband and I started a company, and uh, you know the rest, as you say, is kind of history. That was really the beginning of 
it's just been this stair step that God took me on. Yeah. One thing that led to the next thing that led to the next thing. Just, I couldn't have planned it any better. Wow. So give us a bird's eye view of what, what does today look like? What are you doing now? Um, today I am helping to disciple women in the marketplace specifically with resources, uh, mentoring, training, coaching. I feel very, very called to train up women into leadership. I think that my uh, claim to fame in business is the fact that I always outside of like a ministry business, just in straight business, um, worked to develop women leaders to help them mm -hmm. to become to step into leadership. And the Lord told me about a decade ago, he's like, it's cool what you're doing right now. Keep doing it. But there's going to come a day where you are raising up leaders for me. At the time, I didn't know really what that meant. But I was like, okay, God, when you're when you're ready to when you're ready to let me know exactly what that is. Um, but I think that he planted that seed and put this hunger in me for all things leadership related. Well, coming into like the year 2019 and in 20, obviously we all went through the world pandemic, but you were already transitioning in 2019 into a new company. And talk to us about that transition and how you know the pandemic affected that change and what you're doing in now as as a result of hearing God, you know, in 2019. So let's talk about that story. Yeah. Well, isn't God, you know, he he's so individual with us. I love yeah. that. He yeah. knew that if he had tried to do this with me as the pandemic was starting there, I wouldn't have done anything the way that I did it. So um, I, I'm going to back up even before that in 2017, I, I had always been taught in business that if you really want to be successful, you never talk politics, and you never talk religion. And I didn't because I wanted to be successful. But God was moving in, in my life in dramatic ways, which was impacting the way that I was behaving and, and mentoring and leading in the marketplace. And so it was in 2017 that I felt this this call, like, like loud, it, I couldn't ignore it anymore. And I wanted to be obedient to God. And I felt him saying, I want you to be more bold about your faith and how it's impacting everything in your life, not just Sunday, right? All wow. the things, business, family. So I started a podcast and I didn't market it. I didn't really do a big whoop to do about it. Cause I thought I'm going to be obedient, but I'm just going to like dip my pinky toe into just going to be quiet, do this little podcast and just like be obedient, but in this really t as tiny as I could. But I began to speak about everything through the lens of faith, how I was running my business, leadership, my family, relationships, and that changed me significantly. And then wow. I could no longer not speak that way. My whole vernacular and everything about me changed. So that was, that was an exciting time, but it was also, it was transitioning me into different areas where I now started to feel out of alignment with some of the stuff that I was doing because mm -hmm. I wasn't able to be that person. Mm -hmm. I, I had to speak in a different way. So about fall of 2019, I felt kind of the same push like in 2017 to do something, but this one felt big and scary and not wow. like, woohoo. It was like, oh no, <laughs> what are you asking? <laughs> what are you asking me to do? And so I kind of put as many things to the side as I could. And I prayed for like four months and journaled. And I was like, I don't want to miss this, God. I want to do, I want to be obedient to you. I want to do what you want me to do, even if it's not what I want to do. And I had fragments. I, I knew specific, I had words and fragments and little ideas, but nothing, nothing that came together until the very end, very end of 2019. God told me two things with, I had absolute clarity on it. Number one was that there was about to be a massive shift in the church. Like the, I always say the big C church, the body. So that was number one. And number two, that there was, uh, that we were on the precipice of the largest revival that the world had ever seen and that women yes. were going to be the, the catalyst for that revival. And it was going to be women in the marketplace. Wow. 
That is that is so cool. Well, as a leadership consultant and a leader uh, with women, what do you see the obstacles are with women right now, and and how can we as men like come alongside of you and the things that you're doing to empower and encourage uh, women? It's that's a that's a big question because especially I mean women have come a long way in general. I mean, there's you know they're they're leading in a lot of areas, but when it comes to women in the church, specifically in the Christian community, there's still a lot of, I still have people that ask me, like it says right here in the Bible, women are not to lead, women are not to speak. I mean, that's still happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think that, you know, I mean, I have my own beliefs about that. (laughs) I have my own own thoughts about that. But I, I also believe what one of the things that the Lord shared with me was that when women are able to take their place in the kingdom, like our, when they really stand in their identity, women as a whole, that men will be able to take their place because Mm -hmm. men are under attack, just like women are. And so I think that women as Christians, they're battling against kind of a religious spirit that they're not, they don't even have a place. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think that's probably the first and the first place that I try to help women to see like, here's what Jesus said. Here's what the Bible says. You do have a place. And, you know, we've kind of bought into this lie that we weren't supposed to do that. That's so good because we've kind of marginalized at times. I've seen this happen even more in the recent times. There's so, been so much liberation in the church for women, but it's liberation within with some shackles to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like there's, we bought this slide. There's, there's a few Debras, but that's just a few. Or there's a few Esters, but that's just a few. Like most women are going to be not quite like that. You know, Bob and I are both married to alpha women who both have, <laughs> they both have their own agenda and will. And we love that about them. They've taken us further yeah. than we'd ever gone by ourselves. And, and uh, so I understand it, but I, th- I also think it's unique that you're, you're raising up women and you were a teen mom for a long time. That was like, what, from what you told us, kind of part of your identity is that you were like being a mom and being a teen mom and building a huge infrastructure and organization so it's interesting because a lot of times women have to put either family building on the back burner and do their career during that time, do their career during that time, or they sacrifice their kids at the altar of their career. But you were, you've really fought for that place of like, we can do these both. We can, it doesn't have to be either or, it can be both. And so talk about that a little bit for, for moms and for, for women who maybe are doing a career, but they want a family, but they're afraid they're going to sacrifice something that they're supposed to be doing for one. Like talk about that sacrifice or talk about that, that place. Yeah, it was an ongoing, that is an ongoing battle for most women. And um, they, isn't it great to live in a time where we have technology? I mean, back when I, when I was, when my kids were young, my kids are adults now. They're, they're all out of the house. I'm, I'm an empty, we are empty nesters. I have my first grandchild. Um, But when they were all in the home, we didn't have the resources that we had. So, so to be a working mom, you, you were out of the home for, I mean, 90% of the, of the time for women. So I specifically tried to, to choose careers that would allow me to excel financially and also give me some freedom. And, and the thing for, for women is, and I, I just had a conversation with women yesterday, when you're at your job, in order to excel at your job, you have to give 100%. I mean, that's the truth. You can't be one foot in, one foot out. And sadly, when you come home, um, let's talk about working physically outside of the home. When you come home, you've given 100% all day. And now you have like, or maybe you gave 98, you have 2% left for your poor family. And women, it's a big thing that women struggle with. And so, uh, you know, talking about like really understanding um, you know, your, yourself, your reserve, what does it take? Yeah. Like give everything that you have in that moment, but, but maybe work an hour less so that 
when you're home, you have a little bit more because why are we even doing it? We're doing it for our families and oftentimes our families struggle or the reverse is true. You know, you're, you want to be the present, active, engaged mother. And so you feel that your, your career can't, you can't, you know, have it, you can't give all that it needs. So it, it is that delicate balance. There is no formula. It's different for every family, so every true. woman. And so so to try to give like five steps, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a disservice to women because every family looks different. Some husbands are really engaged and involved and it's like a real partnership with the, the child rearing it and everything. But that's one of the things I'm passionate about is helping women to find an alternative to be able to work from home. And um, I, can I just say one more thing about balance? I think that balance is a lie. There's no such thing. I think that's a lie. And that's a thing that we've, we've said, Oh, you have to have balance, but there's no such, like when I'm, when I'm engaged with my kids, there's nothing that there's no balance. I'm all in. <laughs> there's, yeah. I'm, I don't, there's nothing to balance because I want to be passionate and present with them. And then when I'm working toward a goal in business, generally speaking, you're talking about short term, like a sprint, not a marathon, like a sprint. So there's no balance there. And I have to push other things aside to make way for this specific track that I'm on for this short-term goal. So I, I think that that balance comes from peace and you get peace when you know the direction and it's aligned with what God has for you. That's what I think balance is. Wow. I, I love it. We're, there are people are bandying about work-life balance right now. And I agree with you. Uh, it's different from everyone and you really have to make choices, radical choices, like you're saying for your family, for your career, uh, you know, for self-care. And uh, especially for women, like you said, if they're, if they're in a career and then they're coming home to the kids, there's, there's not a lot of time left over. Could you tell us, tell us about, um, uh, girl power Alliance and what this is. I love the name. Thank you. I, I have actually had people tell me that they didn't want to be involved because of the name, because they thought it sounded like a feminist organization. <laughs> Which I am not a feminist um, and we are not a feminist organization. Um, Girl Power Alliance. Well, this is the thing that God was pressing me into at the end of 2019. And I began, I began building a platform, investing and in having a website built. And I wanted to create a place that I never had because I never fit into the box of being like involved in church ministry behind the four walls. I tried and it was like, this doesn't, it's just not a fit. It wasn't a fit. And so I wanted to create a play and the business world wasn't a perfect fit, even though I love business. Here I am, this Jesus freak girl talking about how Jesus is moving in my business. And in the business circles, they kind of looked at me like, you're the weirdo lady. So mm -hmm. I never had a place. So I knew that God was calling me to create a community and resources for, um, which I didn't know at the time, if there was anybody else in the world that was like me. Um, but I was wanted to create a place specifically for women where they could come together, be proud about being called to the marketplace, um, learn and grow from each other, be empowered and equipped and uh, be excited about learning how to integrate their faith into their business wow. and evangelize without, you yeah. know, standing on the street corner. Wow, that's so cool. I think, you know, for me and Bob, we've really kind of even built this whole podcast around the fact that we believe the next great move of God is the marketplace. And it really is interesting because there's, there's more women than men, even who are active believers right now on the earth period. And there's more women than men who are leading mm -hmm. in different parts of society and major in major parts of society that we need women to be valued in, like not just education anymore, but now 
as uh, medical professionals and we're seeing it in government and politics and all these different areas. So the fact that you're building a support around that, especially for the Christians who are going in, because I know, like I, I think of a conversation I watched Joanna Gaines from Chip and Joanna Gaines on uh, Magnolia. And Joanna was sharing at her church, the Antioch church, and she was sharing about how she went through this period where she knew she had to shut down her store and be a mom for a while. And she had to put her dreams on hold, but it felt like she was too old. She was in her thirties. She was too old to really accomplish anything big after that. Like if she's going to put her life on hold for an undi- you know, undisclosed period of time that God's not showing her how long, she's really going to lose it all. And during that mm-hmm. time that she put it on hold, she really did give all in. She's like, the work-life balance was, I just worked on my kids. And I worked on my own identity. And then all of a sudden, God opened up through HGTV a show, and her and her husband said yes to it. And they were on the verge of bankruptcy. They were about to lose everything. And I just, I think it's really interesting that that show led to a network, which led to all these different spinoff projects. And I tell that story because I'm sure that that's not, you could probably tell better stories with the women you're involved with in the sense of that are more relatable to your world. But the work-life balance, and then also listening to God and being in step with his rhythm we're going we're gonna to make different choices because we're going to be in a different process and God's going to lead us differently when we surrender our lives to him in our career. And there's a time to say, God, you have to build the momentum because I'm laying something down, whether it's family or whether it's, you know, like I'm not going to have family for a while and you're asking me not to. And so I'm sacrificing those some really precious years that I, I need to know you're going to make up for me or the career itself. Like I'm giving more, you know, like I'm giving you this career. I want to do, I want to do a full-time career. I want to be an actress or I want to be, you know, in um, fashion industry, I want to be in real estate, but I can't do it because where my kids are at. And so I'm trusting you that when it's time, even if I'm 50, you can rebuild all the momentum. And that's the fear of you know, yeah. humanity. It's like, are we going to get to do what we really want to do? Well, with God, it only took Jesus three and a half years to do everything he was called to. And so we could live a really condensed, beautiful, full calling. And I think people need to lay down the fear and the anxiety of and the control of like, I have to make it in a certain amount of time because most people accomplish anything are older. So sorry, that was a long rant, but oh, I just said so that good. because I really feel, I really feel like you're yeah. stirring something up as far as the, the yes. word that I didn't have is that women are going to be the catalyst in the marketplace. And when you said that it so resonated with me and you're building it, which is so beautiful. Tell us a story about someone you're building with that has just come alive and like over the top because they're involved with this network you're building. I could tell you, I've never, I have primarily for the last 18 years been in the network marketing profession, which brings with it great transformation. You're teaching people kind of entrepreneurship and personal development, all that is really great. And, you know, like I said, as a believer, it was always kind of like on the background, it wasn't in the forefront, but what we're doing here inside of Girl Power Alliance is we're keeping Jesus so smack dab in the center of everything that we're doing. I've never, we've gone to the same church for about 18 years. I've been involved, um, you know, in big ways and small ways, I've been involved in business. I've never seen transformations like the ones that are happening inside of this community, because wow. what the, the, the combination of taking these principles that are true, they're true. There are tried and true principles for growth development, like, you know, reaching a goal, but then literally having it be so partnered with Jesus I'm talking about marriages that were on the brink of, and I'm, we don't, we're not even specifically teaching and talking about marriage because, but when you go in and you do this, I call it inside out leadership and you literally allow God to transform you, there's nothing that isn't affected. So I'm talking about people that have never, never gone live on social media who are going live and having tremendous results. 
relationships being restored, marriages coming back together, people having, you know, success in business like they like they've never had women who were like, felt so, um, you know, a common thing that the a lie that the enemy tells women is that, um, that they're an unseen. It is one of the most mm-hmm. common things that I hear that they are wow. unseen, that they that they don't have a voice, that their voice doesn't matter, that nobody sees them, nobody recognizes them. It'll make me emotional. And I just rebuke that lie. And so in our community, women feel seen. And they wow. are, they're not, they don't just feel seen, they are seen. And they are getting to express themselves with no judgment. One of the things that we say like every day, and I am, I am speaking this into existence in our community that it will pour out into the rest of the world, but that there is no competition in the kingdom. And we, we live it out with some of the things that we do as a, as a company. And I'm watching women come alive, feeling like for the first time they can actually connect with another woman professionally and relationally and, and know that it's a safe place because there's no competition. You winning doesn't mean I lose. You winning means it's possible because if God made it possible for you, he's going to make it possible for me. And so I, I, I can't tell you one story because, and I read these testimonials to my husband or let him listen to him. And I'm in tears almost daily to see what God is doing through our community. And I just feel so humbled and honored to even like be a fly on the wall to watch what he's doing. Yeah, it's amazing, Michelle, you're giving courage where there isn't courage, people who feel unseen, you're seeing. And this is this is the true kingdom, uh, bringing people out of the shadows. And uh, giving people courage is is incredible. I just love these stories and your passion around it. Yeah, it's it's also interesting that it happened right during coronavirus and after coronavirus. That it's really, to me, you know, when people came out of the pandemic, it was kind of a ollie ollie income free. Like everybody come forward, you know, we all need it because people were so disconnected in households. And all of a sudden we get to all come out at once into the great big world again. And I feel like that's probably people were probably more ready to do something or embrace change mm-hmm. because they were so stuck and isolated. They were ready to embrace some therapy through your organization, even though it was not direct therapy. It's like some of that inner world <laughs> stuff that has to get put right. Um, to, how can people get involved and how can women get a hold of you? Yeah, you can go to girlpoweralliance.com and, and just, um, you know, you can reach us there. We're on all the social media platforms. We have a free group on Facebook where we do a live prayer call every Monday. Everybody's invited. And um, we just, I, I really believe that every every voice needs to be heard. Every voice, yeah. every voice. Like there is, we encourage the women, you're feeling like you have something to share, but you're afraid to share it. And you need to, because um, I like to say that your truth sets other people free. When you share your truths, it literally is a key that unlocks something for somebody else. And there are people, I believe, assigned to your voice that yeah. their breakthrough is attached to yours. So we just really want to empower women to be bold, to stand in who they are. They're not in competition and and just to let God do his thing. And um, sur- you talked about surrender Um Sean, a little bit, you didn't use the word, but you were talking about this. It, it's surrender. Words. It and is, and it surrender is, is really hard. Like we say, oh yeah, I just surrender it all. Real surrender, I think, I in my life ex- is experienced when like there's nothing left that I, like honestly, yeah. there's honestly yeah. nothing left that I can do. And I just go face down to the floor like I'm white flag. That's true surrender. And I think sadly, it takes us getting to kind of rock bottom to really know that. But once you know that, it, you're, it's easier to get there again, I think. 
because you're like, okay, I know what real surrender is. And mm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hinder what God wants to do by not surrendering. And so I just want to encourage anybody that might be listening, like, just go there. Like, go there. That's the most powerful place you could ever be is when oh, you have nothing left. Yeah, that's where you get the best fruit of your life is when once you can fully surrender. I know Sharina I talk about all the time. Actually, almost every major leader, Bob, that I talk to yeah. in the body of Christ and in business world talk about that God surrender. And like and, and it's revisited, like you said, over and over, but it is easier each time. Wow, this is just so powerful. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for being with us. I'm assuming your website is girlpoweralliance.com. It is. And and people can find you there and find you under Girl Power Alliance on the socials. Yep. And and that's the that's the business site, or you can just find me at Michelle Schaefer on on all the places. I'm easy to find. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We're so honored to have you with us. Up next, final thoughts with Sean and Bob. It's back to school season right now. And I have my Growing Up With God book and workbook for your children right now in a bundle. And if you get this bundle, you get an e-course called Spirit-Led Parenting by Seth Dahl, who's the children's pastor for a number of years at Bethel Church in Redding, California. Seth is gonna take you on a journey as a parent to really understand how to hear God and teach your kids the same thing, as well as the Growing Up With God book and workbook. And the workbook is so phenomenal. Kids can do it on their own, or you can use it as a Bible study time with you as a family. I want to encourage you as you're going back to school to put God in the center of it and make sure to get resources that would help you and your children grow today. Welcome back. Well, Bob, it's time for our final thoughts. And I thought this was a really fascinating, just some train of thought about women in the marketplace and about how they've been marginalized in so many ways, but there's, there's so much breakthrough, but there's also so much that needs to happen still. What did you think about our time with Michelle? You and I are both uh, married to powerful women. And so we know this struggle, both in the church and the business world. And we've interviewed plenty of women who have told us how hard it is to be a woman in a man's world. And it was so refreshing to hear Michelle's take of, uh, of courage. And it was so encouraging to hear Michelle talk about women in her organization and how she was giving them encouragement. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting too because I've developed, you know, leaders in different types of organizations, churches and mainstream organizations. And and I, I felt like her point about people not being seen or women not being seen is actually yeah. people in general, people in general. And I know it's more so with women a lot of times because they haven't been given those roles or they haven't thought of themselves in those roles as much or imagine those roles or maybe their parents didn't help them to think of those roles. But I think when I've raised up people, it takes a while for someone to really believe they can be a voice too. And as a Christian, we're all called to let our light shine. We're all called to be the lamp on the hill. We're all called to be in the highest lampstand we can shine from. Most churches and ministries and people unintentionally kind of prepare you to have, you know, no pride at all, you know, like make sure you don't have any, you have to have humility. And humility in most churches means don't have impact, don't have influence, yeah. don't don't long for finances, don't long for greatness, don't long. And, and the kingdom is all about literally shining from the highest place you'd be set on and it's about influencing people, but for the goal of Jesus to get his reward for the goal of Jesus. And I think I, I love the fact that, you know, we're believing that God's raising up leaders all around the world right now in all kinds of industries that have been maybe impractical for Christians to think of before. And now God's commissioning people are bringing destiny in those industries. And we need to look for that greatness, but temper it with the goal. And the goal keeps us in humility. And so I really love what she was saying. We, it's time to be seen. Time for women to be seen and heard and known and influence. Right. And I loved 
normally um, uh, we'll hear in the media women fighting for power, and she was talking about surrendering, yeah. which, which is is a, was a good message for me and for all of us to to learn to surrender to the Father, and and when once we come from that position of humility, uh, and we have the ability to see and do what God's called us to do. That's so good. Well, I'm so glad we had the show today with Michelle Schaefer, and I hope you'll visit her website, but also visit our website, bullsministries.com, get our Bulls app, or go on to one of our media outlets, podcast outlets, and rate and review us because it helps us so much for people to understand and hear these messages, these stories. These stories are so brilliant of these real people everyday people who are making big changes because of a relationship with God and they're seeing transformation because of it. And you're a part of that. So make sure to drop us a line about how this is impacting you and also share it with somebody you love. And we're so glad you got to either view this on CBN News, watch it on YouTube or listen to us on the podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Exploring the Marketplace podcast, part of the Exploring Podcast series. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing or even rating and reviewing so that more people can connect to us. Also, we'd love to be part of your spiritual journey, and we have amazing resources at our website, www.bowlsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com, including other free media, TV shows, books, and even an ongoing mentoring online platform. See you there.